Welcome to my new podcast. This is Linda Goodling with Physiopsychology. Today, on this very special day, I want to talk about the election, the outcome of the election, and what is ahead of us. And first of all, let me um, congratulate Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to their election of being the next president and vice president of the United States of America. Um, you didn't hear from me um, for a while. I wasn't very present on social media, and uh, there was a reason for it. And very honest, to, to be very honest, um, I just tried to stay away from social media and I also tried to stay away from the news because it was really getting to me. All that hatred, all the lies, all the people getting on each other's throats. It was really getting to me. So I just stayed away. And now today, I feel incredibly relieved. I feel so relieved and I wasn't even aware of how much the last few months have really affected me. Even so, I regularly correct on myself. I wasn't even aware how much this affected me. And, you know, if you look at what happened in all big cities in, in America, is people were dancing on the street. When was the last time you have seen that? People are happy. The collective energy in the United States is very palpable. You can feel the relief. You can feel that, oh, this part is over. That's how it feels to me if I tune into that energy. It's over. It's over. It's getting better. So there's a big relief uh, in the collective um, of the United States, and I think also with a lot of people in the world. Now, uh, let me go just a little bit back to 2016 to our last elections. Donald Trump was elected because I, I truly believe because people wanted change. People wanted a non-politician to be in office. And um, well, they got what they wanted. They elected a businessman into office. But they also elected an egomanic narcissist. And I'm going to explain a little bit what that is. You know, egomanic is like, of course, somebody who is only interested in their own uh, advantages. Uh, it's all about them. It's never about the others. And a narcissist is basically somebody who needs desperately the appreciation of others, the adoration of others. And they think they're not of any fault. It's all about them. They have zero empathy. That's what a narcissist is. And if we look at um, our uh, former president, you know, well, he still is for a little bit, Donald Trump, that's actually what, what, what he uh, symbolizes. He didn't care about people. He said he did, but he really didn't. Um, it was all about him. It was about him being appreciated, being loved, right? I mean, that's what he said. Maybe they don't love me enough or 
maybe I don't get enough love or whatever he said. Um, and we all really suffered from this presidency on an energetic level. And I'm going to explain that to you. Donald Trump led this country like he led his businesses. I mean, that's my conclusion because uh, it was basically the idea of if you are with me, everything is going to be rosy and I'm going to make sure that, um, you know, I cover your, your back. But if you are not with me, if you are against me, if you disagree with anything I do, I'm going to destroy you. Now, um, maybe as a businessman he could go uh, through with this, but certainly not as a president. As a president, you have to make compromises, like everybody else in everybody's lives. You have to make compromises. In politics, you are Mr. Compromise or Mrs. Compromise, right? Because you are in political party A and the others are in political party B and you want to get some law through. You have to debate. You have to show the reasons why you want to get a law through. What good does it do for the people? What good does it do for the country? And then you debate and then you talk about it and then you show your reasons and your causes and why you want to do this. And then you listen to each other's views. At least in theory, that's how it should work. Well, that really not turned out like it was, didn't it? Because Donald Trump fired everybody who criticized him or was against him or didn't agree with whatever executive orders um, he created. He just fired people. Now, that's a very questionable management style in a business, but it certainly doesn't hold up in government. And it didn't. Because the people who really have the power, we the people, we have the power, we decided that we don't want him anymore in office. We decided we are done with his way of being a president with his absolute lack of decency, with his name-calling when he called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and when he called Joe Biden Slow Joe and all those other names that he called other people. His fellow colleagues. He has no, until today, education about our laws, our constitution. He doesn't know them. And he obviously also doesn't care about them. That's the person that was elected into our office. Now, isn't the question why he was elected? Well, one of it, of course, was because people want to change. But I think it's very interesting that I think he also struck a very old archaic concept with people, which is, um, if you're with me, you're my friend. If, you are, if you're opposing me, you're automatically my enemy. That's a very old archaic principle. And 
maybe that's the way he got people to vote for him. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. But um, anyway, today was the day where he had to figure out that people didn't want him anymore. And that's a really, really hard thing for a narcissist because they feed on their appreciation. They feed on the adoration of other people. What I find really interesting is that the most powerful man in the world, the President of the United States of America, portrays himself as a victim. He did that very often. He was talking that they did a witch hunt and they just tried to get him out of office and this is unfair and this is unfair. That's a classical victim speaking. A victim is a person who has no responsibility of what happened to them or happened to them. They take no responsibility, but they blame everybody else. That's classical victim. And he played that. And people fell for it. I think that's really important to look at. I mean, you know, look at this. Why did people vote for him in the first place? I know a lot of people who voted for him in 2016, and they told me, I'm not going to vote for him anymore. He's, he's, you know, and that's not my words. He's crazy. He needs to get out of the office. That's what I heard. And we all have collective karma, right? Each one of us has, um, we are all connected as the collective. We're connected with each other. And we have collective karma. And maybe that's why we had to experience this. We had to experience that one person can really divide a country. And let's say, say it this way. I really, truly hope that we learn from that, that we understand that we are all human beings and that we respect each other and care for each other. I mean, that's really what I hope we learned from this. And it's really interesting if you, if you look at all the things that he said, what he's going to do. Well, he said he's going to build a wall. And he said Mexico is paying for it. Well, Mexico basically showed him the middle finger and said, hell no, we're not going to pay for this. Are you kidding me? Well, so he didn't promise. He didn't follow through with his promise because he promised Mexico will pay for it. Well, who paid for it? I'm going to tell you, we paid for it. We paid for a wall that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted a wall. You know, being coming from Germany, living in a country for, the, for a good amount of time of my life, which was divided by a wall, I might not be the best um, you know, advisor on walls, but walls are separating people. And that's not what we need. That's not what we need in this country, and that's not what we need in this world. Separation. Donald Trump said that all those rapists come in from Mexico. He had no grounds. He had not even numbers that would prove what he said. 
but he divided families. He divided families with little children, little children from their families. This is not even human. Local police in Los Angeles and many other cities were not supporting ICE because they didn't want those people to have to, to be deported because they were just people being here, working, paying taxes, paying taxes. And they were not supporting Trump and ICE. We still have children in cages. Does anybody care? Anybody? Donald Trump left the Paris Climate Accord because he could. Because we don't have any problems with our environment. And the forest fires and the, the climate change that we experience, well, that's a problem with forest management, right? It's the problem of a part of the government that he actually defunded. So, you know, I'm sorry, but things just have to be said at this point. There were so many lies. So many lies and people were so eager to believe them. That was astounding to me and I really, really do not understand why people are not fact-checking anything. Hey, if I hear something, I'm going to fact-check it. If I'm really interested, I'm going to fact-check it. doesn't matter if it comes from a Democratic part of a network or a Republican network. I don't care. I'm going to fact-check. There's no fact-checking with Trump supporters. Why not? Is it easier to believe? Is that we want to believe or they want to believe what he says, even so nothing he said he actually followed through? He said he would lower the cost for prescription drugs. Did he? No, he didn't. There are so many Trump supporters who are struggling to pay for for their insulin. But they don't make the connection. It's kind of interesting. It's probably somebody else's fault. Anyway, why are we not fact-checking? I think that's something that we should ask ourselves on an everyday basis. Why are we just blindly believing what somebody says or writes or posts? That's something that we have to check in with ourselves, each, each and every person, right? The true reason why I'm so relieved is because now the hatred can stop. The hatred can stop. This is really important. I was close to losing faith in humanity, seeing Facebook posts where people got on each other's throats, you know, denouncing each other like, you know, like the president did with his colleagues. Um... This has to end. We are all human beings. We are all, in this country, Americans. And we need to work together to get back on track because we need to get back on track. I do not envy Biden-Harris. They have a huge, huge... They have a lot of problems to deal with, right? 
they have to bring the country together, a country that was perfectly divided by Donald Trump. Remember that old saying, divide and conquer? Yeah. Well, all the other nations were actually laughing at us, at our president, at the things that he's tweeting 24-7. The, the disrespect that he showed everyone. The dis disrespect that we show each other. It was a daily thing. It was not a, a big deal anymore. And it has to be because we need to respect ourselves and we need to respect each other. I was born and raised in Germany and I found it very incredibly disturbing and irritating that Donald Trump said that Democrats are socialists. I'm going to tell you something. In Germany, we have public health insurance. In Germany, there is not one person who can be without health insurance. Period. Working, not working, children, stay-at-home moms, it doesn't matter. Everybody has to have health insurance, and everybody has health insurance. And in Germany, we have public options and we have private options. And if you want to call that socialist, then Germany, in Trump's eyes, is a socialist country. But it's over. All that hatred and all those lies and all those tweets and and actually also the fear what he's going to do the next, what's the next thing he's going to do. This is all gone now. And what you feel is relief and happiness and hope. People didn't dance on the street for nothing today. They actually were relieved. And they actually have some hope. And it's, I'm going to tell you this. This is going to be a rocky road. We still deal with a pandemic. We have a problem with our economy. We have a lot of people not getting back to their jobs, they're afraid to lose their houses. We have a lot, a lot of problems. But I'm, I'm really relieved that um, Trump is out of the office, to be very honest with you. And not because of he being, a, he being a Republican. No, 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 that has nothing to do. It has just simply to, to do with his uh, narcissistic nature that can't, be good for a country with his disrespect that he um, showed to all other humans to with the the racist comments that he made with uh, his misogyny with um, all the things that he said and did to people hurt people I'm, I'm, I'm glad we are done with this done and over And what I'm asking you all to do, no matter what party you voted for, just try to come together. Try to get to a point where you can agree to disagree. Because at the end of the day, we're all humans and we're all Americans. And we have to get this country back together. Because we're falling apart. And we can do this. 
we can all pick ourselves up. We had really a rough time, specifically this year. This year was, excuse my language, a shit show. Now we're having hope. I learned today that one of the first first things that Joe Biden is going to do is he will re-enter the Paris Climate Accord. Yay! Good for us, right? He will also, um, per executive order, um, undo the Muslim ban for Muslims to come to, to, to come and live in the United States, as far as I understand. And he will actually also undo um, or reinstate the DREAM Act. And, and this is about immigration. And I hope that those children will finally get back to their parents. So they have a lot of uh, work on their hands. Um, and we do too. We have to do our part. This is our country. We have to do our part. Our, our part is to come together. Our part is to not spread hate anymore. Be together. Respect each other. Respect each other even if we have different opinions. But respect each other. Honor that we are all human and we all make mistakes. And we're we going to make mistakes, but that's cool, right? I mean, everybody does. Just stop the hatred. And that's all I'm asking you. Thank you for listening.